Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Little Miss Fam? I... <laughs> okay, I'm cracking myself. I have been trying to have an intro for the past... I've re-recorded the intro probably six times. That's the hardest part about having a podcast is figuring out how I'm going to intro things. Do I just say, hey? Boring. You know what I mean? It's difficult. Anyway, what's up, guys? Welcome to the second episode. I'm so stoked you're here. I want to give a huge, loving, sweet, kissy hug to everyone who listened to my first episode. I was so being bazooled by the incredible feedback I got. I think that I'm fucking annoying and all over the fucking place, but I'm so happy that you guys loved it because that's a scary thing for me to do. And I was really scared and I'm so happy that you guys weren't scared and you loved it. Do you know how much that means to me? Maybe a little bit too much. Maybe my head's a little bit big now. I'm kind of thinking I'm right up there with the big shots. You know, I'm thinking I'm right up there with Miss Alex Cooper. This is the new caller daddy. Welcome in. You know what I mean? And maybe I'll just go extremely downhill from here, but at least I had my moment. Okay, and that's pretty cool. Um, welcome to my second episode of Little Miss, where I should say Little Miss moved to Denver. Welcome. I'm so pumped that you are here with me today. And I'm so excited to share this crazy fucking moment in my life that I really haven't talked in detail about to strangers, uh, or anyone really, because, uh, it was kind of traumatic. Um, I do want to say that I know a lot of people who are thinking about moving across the country and thinking about going somewhere warm, going to the ocean, going to the mountains, whatever. I'm here to kind of tell you the ebbs and flows of it and the pros and cons of it. And just the process in general, because I do believe that if you are considering moving across the country, like I was, I went through this crazy spiral moment before I actually did it, where I was listening to a ton of podcasts. I was watching weird ass people on YouTube talk about moving to Denver and talking about moving across the country in general and kind of what that looks like. And I'm here to tell you that it gets a little bit overwhelming. And even just talking to your friends or family about it, everyone has an opinion about it. Everyone's going to say some shit you don't like. And that can kind of persuade your uh, move. And I'm here to tell you that this episode's a little contradicting because I will be talking about kind of the struggles of it all. But also, I'm here to say that moving across the country is not that hard. Guys, it's really, it's not that hard. It's not. Like the actual picking up and moving. Mm, no. It's it's not that deep. The idea of living in a new city with strangers, a little bit intimidating, but I will say, I think it's a great opportunity for growth and life. Do it for the plot. 
do it for the plot. Come on. I mean, when people ask me why I moved to Denver, I don't have a reason. I don't have a reason. I don't know why I did it. I have no fucking clue. So it's not like I had a boyfriend that lived out here or I had a super high paying job or all my friends were going there. Like literally no reason. And I'm kind of an example of doing it for the plot because I knew that my lease was one year and you can do anything for a year. You can do anything for six months. It's not the end of the world. You'll get through it. If you get a little bit scared, you can always go back. Okay, and I knew that. I knew that if I didn't just do it, I would be spending the rest of my life wondering what would happen if I did do it. And so I'm here to say I have no regrets. Okay, if you know me personally, you know I have a tattoo on my hand that says no fear. And it is my most embarrassing tattoo. It's it's pretty humiliating. Um, just to have a hand tattoo in general. I mean, some of them are dope, but to say no fear, mm, I'm not sure about that one. That was a little bit of a questionable mistake. Um, but I am here to say that I had no fear and I, I did that with no fear. And that's kind of how you need to look at it. Okay. Obviously don't be too impulsive about it, but you're not going to have all the answers. You don't know how it's going to go until you do it. So don't stress out about it. Just do it. And that's kind of the preamble to this episode. Um, yeah, like I was saying, I had no rhyme or reason to be here. I have no fucking clue, which is might be a little bit questionable, but it led to so many great things. And even if your move doesn't lead to great things, you did it for the plot. Now it's a memory. Now it's maybe a scary memory, but it's something that you did. You know, we all do things that aren't the best for us. Or don't work out like we planned it. And that's fine. That's going to be okay, guys. It's going to be okay. Um, but yeah, I'm just here to kind of talk about my mood because it was a little bit chaotic. So just to give you a little bit of insight, I uh, was in college and I was really freaking out. I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to live in Minneapolis. I don't want to live with my parents. I love you, mom. I I really love you. But I just have this fear that if I move in with my parents, I'll never leave, which is probably true. You know, and then I'll be that weird 35-year-old in my parents' basement sitting on Reddit telling other kids how much I hate them. And I just don't need that for my own mental sanity, okay? I don't need that. So there was nothing in Minnesota for me. My roommates, my friends were all had other plans that didn't include me and in a way that was growth for their personal selves and they were moving on and doing things for them their self themselves themselves yeah they're moving things for themselves and I think that I also am notorious for proving shit to myself that I can do hard things which is a cool quality but it also can lead to some damaging stuff, okay? So I felt like moving across the country was a little bit of a challenge, and I was so into it. So I really didn't decide to move to Denver until about a year before I did it, 
And again, it was very loosely talked about. It wasn't anything that I was like, this is for sure what I'm going to do. It was, "Mm, yeah, I'll think about it. And my first move that I made that wasn't so great was not having visited Denver ever. Is that embarrassing? This is so embarrassing. Yeah, so I do remember faintly driving through Denver when I was on a road trip, but that was at like midnight. It was a little Delulu, and we stayed here and left again at like four in the morning. Well, actually, no, I think we left at like noon because I do have a vivid memory of Denver being the first place, the first dispensary I ever went to was Denver. And that was my only encounter. Uh, So I don't really know. But I will say there was a little bit of logic behind it, even though I didn't know Denver. Uh, My logic behind it all was that I wanted to, I knew I loved camping. I knew I loved mountains. I knew I wanted to be close to them. But I also knew that I couldn't go too far from my mommy or I would have a mental breakdown. You know, if I couldn't get in my car and drive, uh, the drive is like 12, 14 hours, which is not ideal, and I avoid it at all costs. But if I was seriously in danger, I could do it. And that's kind of the logic behind it of all, was like, how do I get close to the mountains without being too far? from mommy. And that's why I chose Denver. I know there are other places, like, I I thought about Montana, um, Montana's really the only other one, um, but the thing about Bozeman is I, I'm obsessed with Bozeman. I've went, I've been there, and I spent more than, uh, 12 hours there. Um, I had a good insight as to what Bozeman was like, but the city itself is kind of weird, and Montana in general is kind of scary and weird and eerie. The city itself is pretty cool. It's not like a real-life city. It's just like a little town, you know? And I think I needed something bigger. Because deep down, yeah, I love mountains. I love camping. But I'm kind of a pussy, okay? I will be the bitch that's like, let's go fucking camping. I'm all in. Let's do it. And then scream and cry if a bug's crawling on my leg. Like, that's... It's not It's not something I'm proud of. But that's kind of the type of camping girl I am. So I do like a little bit of city. You know what I mean? I love the busyness. I love the nightlife. I like the uh, diversity and variety of people that come with living in a city. I like all of that. So I think that's kind of why I also chose Denver because it's a big ass city um, in terms of population. The actual like city itself isn't huge. Um, but it's pretty cool and I don't regret that. But again, I had no rhyme or reason. I had no business being out here. Okay. And I just kind of decided one day I was going to do that. It's a silly thing too, because I, a lot of my, I guess, progress in terms of making steps to actually do the move were falling through like non-stop every decision I'd make every move I made for the year anticipating my move was not working out guys it wasn't working out 
I wanted to do a camping trip. I wanted to visit the city for like two or three weeks. Um, my roommate situation was crazy. I, everything and everything was falling through. Okay. Nothing was working out. And I originally had planned to move with one of two of my good girlfriends who I went to college with. One of them had already was officially set on moving. She was moving a little bit earlier than I would have liked to. And the other girl that we are going to live with, I'm going to shout her out because I'm going to talk about her quite a bit on this episode, Lexi Fredericks. She's literally made my move happen. So I love her, but I was supposed to live with her. And she decided she was going to be all cool girl and move to Hawaii, whatever. That place is so much shittier than Denver, Colorado. Are you joking? Are you joking? You'd rather be on an island than near the Great Plains? Just kidding. She's she's fucking rad. But that fell through. Then I, I met this other girl on Facebook. She's one of my greatest friends. I didn't know her in Minnesota, but ironically, we both had grown up in Minnesota, which is very bizarre. And the longer I'm friends with her, the more connections we have. Like, she had a wedding invite on her fridge that was a guy that I was in love with in college who probably had no idea who I was, but I was like, oh my God, I know that man. And he, she was like, no way, we're best friends with his fiance. So that was a little fun moment we had, but I feel like we have a lot of mutual connections. Our paths just never cross in Minnesota. Anyway, back to shit talking her. We met on Facebook and our plans were set. We were, I was finally like, fuck yeah. I rebounded, found someone else. My other friends didn't work out. It's cool, whatever. I found someone else. Cool. And five months before we move, this girl, I'm going to drop her name. Maybe not her last, but her first name is Taylor. Okay. Taylor decides to tell me that she, her current roommate wants to move too. And I'm kind of like, oh, cool. We can all live together, right? Like all three of us. How cool would that be? And she responded and was like, yeah, that'd be super fun. We don't know if we're going to move in August, September, October, November. She's super wishy-washy about when we were going to move, right? And I'm kind of like, fuck, I'm trying to get out of here in August at the latest. And I tell her all this. I'm like, okay, well, we should get out there, look for apartments, hang out, meet each other, you know, do the whole thing. And I created this whole long message about how we should go about go about things and yada yada. And she decided to ghost me. And that pain, that pain hurt me so bad. No, I'm just kidding. But it was a little bit of a fuck. Okay, shit. So I'm really not supposed to be moving to Denver. Okay, is this the universe telling me that I need to not do this? Because that's two people now that have not worked out for me. And to describe my current living situation, I, at the time again, was a server and I went back into work and I'm like, you guys, I'm not going to Denver. This girl didn't want to live with me. It's a sign from the universe. I can't do it. Fuck. I'm fucked. And one of the bartenders who's, I had a couple classes with him and we were decent, decently close, looked at me and was like, I'll move to Denver with you. Okay. And 
then I was just on his ass. I was like, all right, let's go. We're doing it. Come on. And he, it was a little bit more impulsive for him because we moved fairly quickly after he decided he was going to do that. But he has absolutely done nothing but thrived out here. He's just an overall great guy. And that worked out for me way too well. Okay, it didn't work out for me for a little bit, but it ended up working out okay. And now I'm here. And I will say, I thought about, because for a while after Taylor fell through with Facebook, I was like, okay, I'll just have a random roommate. Fuck it. Fuck it. I want to go. I'm going to find someone online. And when I get there, we'll see. We'll see if they're catfishing me. You know? We'll figure it out. And I'm so fucking grateful I didn't do that. And let me give you a little advice as to roommates, especially when moving across the country. This is perfect case scenario. If you can make it work this way, please do it this way. Please know your roommate before moving across the country. Please know a little bit about them. Have, please have hung out with them. Know what their living styles are like. Just being around them even. Meeting them in person would probably be a good idea. But I will say living with someone that you've already lived with or already know is a better idea. Or obviously living on your own, which I think might be a little bit difficult, and I'll explain why later. But roommate-wise, please know your roommate because imagine... Here, I'm going to give you a little... I'm going to give you a little scenario, okay? And I'm going to need you to close your eyes. I don't care what you're doing. Oh, you're driving? Close your eyes. Oh, you're cutting an onion with a really sharp knife? Close your eyes, okay? And listen up. Imagine living in a city that you've lived in your entire life. And you know that city so well. And you have friends in that city. And you're comfortable in that city. And then imagine living, moving in with some stranger that you don't know. That would be hard. Even though you have other friends there, you know the city, you have your spots, you can meet people easily. Still, I mean, it might work out. If you do that, it might work out. But it's still a challenging concept. Okay? Now imagine, our eyes are still closed, right? Right? We're still trying to cut an onion with our eyes closed, right? Okay. Just checking. Imagine you move across the country. You're in an unfamiliar space. You don't know the city. You maybe have a couple friends. Maybe they're not that close to you. Maybe you knew them years ago. You don't have a ton of friends in the area. And then you live with someone random. Uh -uh. That's scary. Having to navigate yourself and figure out a new city, figure out your routine, your habits, things you like to do, places you like to go on your own, especially if you don't get along with this roommate, especially if this roommate has other obligations or doesn't really care to be besties with you, that can get a little challenging. And I think that adding more stress on top of already going through a stressful situation, like moving across the country, kind of sets you up for a little bit of downfall. Kind of sets you up for a little bit of failure. A little bit of hardships. And yeah, you could probably get over it. You could probably get through it. Anyone can get through anything, you know? 
But do you know what I mean? It's not the end of the world. But I am saying it might be a better idea to move with someone you know. Or if you're living by yourself, live in a city where you have some people. Okay? You have some sort of connection. You know some people. You have family. Um, shit like that. Having a support system and someone that understands you a little bit, especially in your location, does matter. And I know people are like, well, I'll just call my friends. I'll just FaceTime my mom. Yeah, that's true. But maybe your mommy's not available at 10 p.m. Sometimes mommies work. Okay. Sometimes friends work and they have things going on and they can't sit on the phone with you for an hour and listen to you scream and cry. Sorry. That's the reality of it. That's kind of my first little tip as to moving and something that is, I think, something that might be the hardest part, at least for me it was, and something that you need to really think about and consider when doing something like this because it's only going to cause you stress and you're self-inflicting that stress. That's not something that just comes with moving. That's something that you had put in place that is now going to add stress to your life. And that's not it's not a vibe, guys. Come on, it's not a vibe. Don't do that. And also just to remind you, I'm speaking all from personal experience. I've moved across the country one time. People do this shit all the time. People do this every year of their lives. People just walk across America. Do you know that was a thing? Do you know people walk across America now? People do shit like that. It's so silly. But this is my personal experience. I'm not an expert. I don't even know if I would take my own advice. I mean, maybe I I do take my own advice. So yeah, I actually would take my own advice. And maybe you should too. If you're feeling like putting trust into me and it doesn't work out and you're like, well, Belle told me to, that's on you. That has nothing to do with me, okay? My credentials... Moved across the country once. What? I lit- I moved across the country once. I literally know what I'm talking about. That was sarc- That was sarcasm. Do you know what sarcasm is? Putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Sarcasm. Anyway. Yeah, that's kind of my first little pointer. I also will say, back to me never visiting Denver before. <laughs> what a silly thing. I with my current roommate, we decided that we were going to book a trip and we were going to tour apartments and we were going to do that over a long weekend. Okay. We were going to show up on Thursday and we're going to leave on Sunday and we were going to have a great idea of what the city's like. We were going to find the perfect place. We're going to sign a lease. We're going to move in the next month. And that was what was going to happen. So yeah, we decided that we were just going to do a long weekend you know, and that was going to be plenty of time to decide if you want to move somewhere. That was going to be so good for us. So we get here and it's all holly jolly. And we have like eight apartment tours in a day, right? And we're fucking Delulu at this point. Okay. And also, sorry, this episode is going to be so chaotic because I just, I just, I have so much to say, guys. So much to say, but it's going to be fine. So bear with me, bear with me, bear with me, okay? So we get here, right? And remind you, 
the apartment tours that I had booked for us were strictly from Google. Not even, obviously the apartment tours were booked through Google. Like that's how you book apartment tours. You call a place or you just book it online. You know, that's how you do it. But the locations of them were based off what Google told me. Okay. And for a little bit of insight to that, Google isn't the best place to determine what parts of a city are good and bad, I guess. I don't know what good and bad means, but maybe you do. You know, Google's not great for that. And I'm only saying that because if I go on my laptop right now and I look Google, best places, best neighborhoods to live in Denver. I guarantee you all of these places would pop up that I would never live in. And those are places that they're cool, but demographic wise, what I envision myself doing when I'm in a city aren't a good fit. And that's an important piece to keep in mind. And I believe that if you spend time in a city and you make it an effort to go to various neighborhoods, or even if you do Google best neighborhoods to live in Denver and actually visit those spots, not even to apartment tour, just hang out there, go to a restaurant there, talk to locals there, talk to your server about that area. I think you get a better insight as to what the area is like instead of just popping in, taking an apartment tour and popping to the next neighborhood. I think that can get a little bit clouded, especially when you have eight apartment tours in one day. Uh, yeah, I think it gets a little bit, it gets a little bit chaotic. And I think that your brain juices aren't as strong as the day goes on. Okay. I don't think your decision making is that on point anymore. Again, I could be totally wrong. And I feel like this is like, you might be sitting there like, oh my God, Belle. Are you fucking serious? You did that? You dodo? You dumb-dumb? Why you do that? But when you're in a place of um, desperateness, of wanting to move and actually do it, and not just say you're going to do it, actually do it, you're going to do some crazy shit. Okay? And I did. And this was one of them, probably. Uh, but anyway, we toured apartments all day. Didn't like any of them. Okay? They just all were, meh, fine. They were fine. I mean, they weren't bad, but they were fine. There was no place that was super compelling, not compelling enough for us to leave our current situation to come here. And we were getting a little bit stressed out. You know, this was supposed to be the trip of a lifetime. This is supposed to be a trip that was going to change our lives. You know, we were going to come to the city. We were going to love the city. We were going to find an apartment and we were going to, we were going to be in love with it. And that was what was going to happen. Unfortunately, spoiler alert, that's not what happened. We started freaking out. And after about our sixth, our seventh interview, we had one, not interview, holy shit. Our seventh apartment tour, we had one apartment tour left. And we're freaking out because we don't like any of them. You know, we have a couple written down that are like, "Mm, we'll think about it. So we're uncomfortable in our skins. We're having a freak attack. And what do we decide to do? What do we decide to do? Right, you guessed it. Go to Applebee's. Duh. 
Who doesn't love having a menti bee in Applebee's? I mean, the food's cheap. You might get a little diarrhea, but it's fine. It's fine. A little diarrhea can't hurt you. Let's go to Applebee's, man. It's comfortable. It's cozy. Applebee's is grandma's house if grandma lived all over the United States. That's Applebee's. Okay, and you might have a different comfort restaurant, but Applebee's is mine. And we order the entire menu. And what else do we get? Yeah, you you guessed. You guessed. Bottomless margaritas. All right? We get bottomless margaritas. So we're imploding. We're in Applebee's. We're freaking out. We're talking about the apartments. We're talking about how we don't love it. We're finally admitting it to ourselves and to each other that this might not be a great idea. We might need to come back in a little bit, in a couple months. We might need to just sit with it, okay? It was a fun thought. It was cool while it lasted, but maybe it's not going to work. And then the margaritas start flowing, you know? They're kicking in. We're feeling great. We're really optimistic about this final tour. And we go to the apartment tour, and we're hammered. We're hammered. We walk in. We immediately, oh my God, this is beautiful. Oh my God. We're, we're talking to all the, the people who live there. We're petting their dogs. I actually have a picture on my phone with some random motherfucker's dog. And we're loving, we're rolling around with dogs on the floor. We're having the best time. We see the apartment. We're in awe. And this apartment building is super, super tall. I think it was like 16 floors. And they had this amazing view of the city so beautiful and it was too good to be true and what do we do after that you guessed it holy shit you guys are on a roll we signed the lease just right then and there we put down a deposit and signed we're like, cool i'm in guys yes as long as i have four margaritas every morning i'm in so we sign and we're super pumped we move the next month and we get here and it's fine. I'm not dogging in the apartment. I mean, I am a little bit. It's fine. But it's one of those places where if you go two blocks up from our apartment, it's gorgeous. Stunning. The views are great. The houses are nice. People are nice. It's wonderful. If you go two blocks behind our apartment, it's scary. Guys, it's scary. And to give you insight, it's right on the corner. We're actually a couple blocks up from Colfax and Sheridan. And if you're familiar with Denver, you know that's those aren't great streets, okay? And something about Denver is there's a lot of houselessness. There's a lot of people on the street. There's a lot of weird shit happening. And that was the case with where we lived. Okay, it was a little bit dicey. You know, it was it was pretty loud at night, weirdly, just from noise from outside. Super bizarre. And that was something that we didn't catch. Those four margaritas in our brain didn't catch on to. And that was definitely a little bit impulsive. And I do think that if we spent a little more time around the area, maybe took another day just to visit again, walk around, we would have maybe caught on. And maybe made a better decision. And again, some of you might be like, this fucking idiot. Are you joking? Yeah, looking back on it, 
little bit impulsive. But when you're excited like that and something so great and big is happening, you kind of jump at any opportunity that feels good. At least for me. I don't put a lot of thought into many things I do. Explaining the no fear tattoo on my hand. Okay, we don't think about things too hard. And sometimes it bites us in the ass. And I will say, we lived in this apartment for six, seven, eight months. Eight months, I think. Before actually discovering a neighborhood that we adored and we loved. And we got a house in that neighborhood. And I'm obsessed with where I live now. I'm obsessed. I'm like a little little main character every day. I'm like pretty in pink. Wait, isn't pretty in pink the one where she lives in a shitty ass place? Yeah, I think it is. Okay, not that. I'm just a rom-com. And I will say too, I think it's important to have at least a decent grasp on the city you move you are going to live in before you move. And that's maybe just some common sense. And maybe I'm just talking to myself here. Maybe I'm not even touching any souls today. I'm just reflecting on my past behaviors and how they're super not great. Um, I think it's important to spend as much time in a place as you can. But if it doesn't work out that way and you're stuck in a situation like I was where the apartment wasn't great, just know that you can get out of it. And I, I did. I got out of it. And now I'm Little Miss Sunshine. I mean, I'm still freaking out, but at least I'm not in a scary place. I feel safe. And I think that's one of the most important things about moving is moving somewhere where you feel safe. I will also say people kind of shit on how expensive moving is. And... I think that there are smart and savvy ways you can go about moving where they're not expensive, but I think you can make moving expensive. I think saying moving is expensive is silly. Moving can be expensive, you know, and I do think I did it in a little bit more of an expensive way. And let me explain to you why. I decided that I was going to take my little 2001 Hyundai Sonata, hop in it, pack as much as I can, plus a cat, plus Lexi Fredericks, there she is, my shining star, and we were going to drive across the country and move to Denver, and that was going to be great, okay, that was the best idea I'd ever come up with, and I had shipped a mattress here, I had shipped a bed, oh, I actually didn't have a bed frame, I shipped a mattress here and a couple, like a litter box and some other bullshit that I absolutely needed, that I couldn't pack. And then I just brought mostly my entire closet that I didn't need. So that was a little bit questionable. Uh, My roommate did the same thing. He drove out in his little Kia, Kia Forte. And it was fine, but we did spend a lot of money. Because we had to furnish an apartment. We had to buy a bed. But I also am so notorious for knickknacks. I love knickknacks. I like foo-foo shit. You know, I want pom-poms hanging from my ceiling. Okay? And that's something I had to buy. And these things add up. 
and also just buying dumb shit like Q-tips and toothpaste and laundry detergent. Like, when you're packing, you're like, I'm not going to bring that. It's fucking stupid. Just get it when I get there. It adds up. Okay, it adds up. And that's what I'm going to say. I know, too, a lot of... I know a lot of people who did drive a U-Haul out here and moved that way. And I, I don't know... All of them say it fucking sucked. They all were like, it was scary. I didn't bring everything I wanted to. It was kind of expensive. Whatever. You know, there are people that say that. But... Is it, I I would love to sit down and get numbers on this. If it is more expensive to do that or do what I did. You know, I'm curious. Because in reality, it's not like I spent two grand right away. You know, I bought a bed for probably like 800 bucks. Sat with that a while. Spent another 500 later on something. You know, like these, it wasn't a one-time payment versus the U-Haul kind of is a one-time payment. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you're moving to a new place I don't know about you, but I like to have some new things. I don't want to sit on a couch that my college roommate rubbed her boogers on. I don't want to do that. I want to get a new couch. Maybe that's just a little prissy, prissy petty moment inside of me. But yeah, you just kind of just got to gauge what works for you. You know, also if you just have to buy a a mattress like I did, and you're cool with that for a little bit, like I was, just drive your Hyundai Sonata. Okay, just just get in your Hyundai Sonata. It's fine. So you kind of got to gauge that. I, do I wish I would have brought in a U-Haul? Uh, I say no because I love all my shit I have now way more than I loved my stuff in Minnesota, but I do think I would have penny-pinched a little harder. And I could have a little bit more money now. I do think that would be the case, especially considering moving fees and deposits and whatever else. Just pain in the ass. Um, especially considering that, I, I do think that it is a little bit of a smarter idea to get a U-Haul. But again, I'm not, I don't know the prices on that. But with all this to be said... I hopped in my 2001 super unreliable Hyundai Sonata, moved across the country with a cat. He was on Trazodone, so he was passed out the entire time, so it's fine. And it was fine. I got it from a vet. It's not like I just had Trazodone in my back pocket. Like, it was prescribed, okay? Traveled with my cat and did that. And I made it. I did it. And I'm fine. You guys, I'm here to tell you I'm fucking fine. Did I take my Hyundai Sonata that had 200,000 miles on it with a lethargic cat and drive 14 hours? Yeah, but I'm fine and we're both thriving. I mean, according to my last episode, not thriving enough. I didn't die. So that's something. Okay, I had so much fun picking out a bed frame and getting a new rug for my bedroom. That was so fun. But all this to be said, expect to spend money. No matter how you move, expect to spend money. Now, is it groundbreaking expensive? No. No. I'm just here to tell you that doing that isn't as 
intense and scary and expensive as people make it out to be. Okay? And if you sincerely want to move across the country, I'm here to tell you that is completely within reach. Moving across America is not that deep. It's not that deep. Maybe have a job lined up. Maybe do that. Think about finances a little bit. Finances are a whole other thing right now because I'm unemployed. And that's a different episode. But that's a whole other thing. But I'm here to tell you that it is completely feasible. And if that's something that's holding you back, like, oh, it's too expensive. I just don't. Then you're just making excuses for yourself and maybe you don't really want to do it. But if it's something you really want to do, you will create time to save money, to look for a job, to visit the city, to go apartment hunting, to do all that. You will figure it out. And you'll make it work if it's something you really want to do. I didn't think about it a whole lot, like I said, and I still made it. And I know you guys, I know you guys are so much less impulsive than me. I just, I don't know. I can just feel it. I just know you guys are. So I know you won't be as extreme as I am. And that's why I have full confidence that you can do it. Because if someone like me does it, bitch bitch my parents call me all the time and they're like how the fuck we thought you were gonna for sure turn around we thought for sure you'd be back home i made it and you will too and i'm here to give you a little hype up okay if you're thinking about doing it bitch give me a call turn on the podcast and just do it and I have a bunch of other friends who didn't specifically move to Denver, but friends from Minnesota who moved to various places in the United States. And they also have no regrets. And they probably will get a tattoo on their hand that says no fear. Because that's what we have. And don't let fear and the feeling of uncertainty persuade you from making decisions that could potentially really benefit you and contribute to your life and your goals and your success. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with is staying in a comfortable zone. Like I had talked about before in my previous episode about being uncomfortable. This is one of those times. And I think that there's so many milestones in life that you will cross that are very uncomfortable. On the flip side of that, they always turn out to be amazing. They always do. You always find some sort of light. You always learn something new. You always grow. Being impulsive about it, maybe not the best idea. But, again, thinking too hard about it, mm, also not the best idea. I think if you think too hard about it, you have more time to talk yourself out of it. And you have more time to... Be a little bit more anxious about it. And I think that that is what persuades a lot of people to not do it. Is this constant, I don't know. You know, sitting on it for too long. It's never great. You don't want opportunities to pass. And I feel like I'm being so cliche in this episode and a little bit cringy. Um, but yeah, I'm being a little bit cliche. But I'm also here to say that maybe sometimes we need to be cliche. And maybe sometimes we need to look at a picture on Instagram that says, 
believe in yourself and really get emotional about it. Okay. And maybe sometimes we just need that. And I'm here to do that for you today. I love you guys. I love podcasting. You don't even understand how obsessed I am with this. Even if I say absolute fucking bullshit, I'm having the absolute time of my life. And again, I'm so, so shocked by the feedback all of you gave me. And I love it. Okay, I love it. I love it. I love that you guys love me. And I love that you want to listen to me. That brings me so much joy. And I couldn't even express my gratitude for this. And this is so funny because I feel like I sound like I'm famous. Like, hey guys, what's up? Just hit 10,000 followers. Can't even believe it. Please subscribe. It's not like that. This was maybe four or five people that told me they liked it. But you know how much joy that brings me? Way too much. Way too much. Even if it was just my mommy who told me she liked it, I would be fucking pumped. Okay? But yeah, I'm happy you listened to this. I know it was a little bit chaotic. I know it was all over the place. I'm feeling very scatterbrained today. And again, I anticipate me having better outlines because right now I'm just kind of free, free assing it. Okay, I'm free ball sacking it. I don't have a script. Maybe one day I will. And maybe one day you can listen to this and not be fucking confused. And not be like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about now? Where the fuck are we going with this? And I hope that can happen one day just as much as you. But I'm happy that you stuck through and you pushed through. And maybe one day I'll have an intro. Maybe one day I'll have an outro. And maybe one day I'll be way more organized about this. But right now, we're free assing it. We're going with the wind. And I'm going to say some cringy ass shit. And it's going to be fine. But I'm so happy you're here. So happy I'm here. I love that you love me. I love that I love you. That's even cuter. And I hope you have the best day. Happy weekend. If you're listening to this when it drops, happy weekend. I'm edging. I'm edging the weekend. I'm absolutely edging Friday. I'm absolutely edging Saturday. And I can't wait till the next time. I love you. Hugs and kisses. XOXO, Little Miss.